Trish and Richie here uh, with your Home Time podcast. I thought of you last night. Uh, brand oh, new, brand steady new... on. <laughs> Not like that. OK. Uh, a brand new chippy opened up in town. Uh, it was opening night, 20% off all food on the on the first night. Oh, wow. Got off the train, uh, went home and got the car first. Uh-huh. Because I think fish and chips is not the kind of thing that is going to survive a 10-minute walk back. No, it has to be immediately, well, hopefully, I imagine, clipped into the passenger seat. This is why I thought of you, because... Yes. In my opinion, this is your patented transporting home. You've got your your um, demiss the window with the the vent the angle of the the blind. Yeah. That's your uh, yeah. Rich, Richie Firth copyright. Uh, for me, it's. Uh, kind of a child safety seat for takeaways in the front passenger seat. So here's the thing and I and I want your approval on this because I feel like I've taken it a step further but uh-huh. it, and, and in no way is this meant to be some kind of humble brag, okay? Okay. So I took your system, I put the bag of the fish and the chips on the passenger seat, I clipped it in. Nice. And here's the the step further. The upgrade. The upgrade I put on the heated seats. Oh wow, heated. Wow. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's good. So you're kind of cooking it as a hot plate <laughs> yeah. in many ways. Just just keeping it simmering. I don't know what it was doing to your meat and two veg ahead of Christmas. <laughs> you know, swings and roundabouts. It's the Hometime Film Club. Earlier than what we might normally do it uh, on a Thursday, but it's a very, very busy show today. Another email has come through. This is where you get in touch with us uh, and uh, tell us of a particular situation that you are in uh, in the need for a very specific film. Uh, You guys are all little experts when it comes to movies and what films people should watch, so we give you the situation. You come up with a recommendation. Uh, Siobhan and Claire have sent this in. They say, Bush and Ritchie, uh, we work for a law firm in Sheffield. And they've cancelled our Christmas party tomorrow night sign of the times Uh, we're looking forward to the big night out so instead we're going to get the snacks and drinks in and have a movie night in is there a party themed movie that the home time audience reckon we should watch to keep the vibe going that we did have planned I think there's enough kind of like film uh, sort of party based films around there for them there's plenty to choose from would you not say I would recommend The Shining have you as seen a, The Shining? The uh, as a party film. There were some brilliant uh, parties that go on with uh, Jack Torrance in the uh, Overlook Hotel or whatever it is <laughs> in the main ballroom. There is that the vibe they're going for for a lawyer's party? It'll certainly be a different night, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking anything from the American Pie thing. America, That'd be good. The American Pie is that a trilogy? I think there's a fourth, but it was rubbish. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're all about sort of like big nights. Certainly the first one is. It's all about the big summer party, isn't it? Well, there was there was a, there was a set of movies that. Um, I've never watched because I wasn't allowed to watch them but they seem to be about parties and that was Porky's <laughs> I do remember my dad renting a copy of Porky's once and I wasn't allowed to watch it because uh, I wasn't old enough you are on rare form today with your movie suggestions I, I feel like Interstellar will be the next <laughs> one in a minute but so far I'm pretty happy with what I suggested if there is a party based movie for uh, Siobhan and Claire did you say it was from Siobhan and Claire yes ok a party based movie for, for uh, Siobhan and Claire easy to say your tweets to Absolute Radio and if you're called Siobhan have a long hard look at the way you spell your name it's a bit ridiculous <laughs> Alan from the Kepty Bakery has got slightly the wrong end of the stick. He goes, with Nail and I, he says, the story goes, you have to match the boys with every drink and that should get the party started. I don't think the girls are that much after audience participation. I don't think so. The Blues Brothers from John Simpson's actually quite a good suggestion. Oh, yeah, there's a big party going on there. That's pretty good. Classic. Uh, Sandra has tweeted, Coyote Ugly. Um, Have you seen Coyote Ugly? I've never never seen that film. (laughs) What's it? Is it about um, Roadrunner? No, it's not. It's about a uh, a bar in uh, New Jersey. Um, New Jersey. Um, with uh, some some dancing ladies in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Sounds yeah. a good film, that. <laughs> 
He's good. Steve uh, in South Wales says, only one party film, and that's Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen that film. People, re- This is what's great about uh, the Hometime Film Club. People will recommend films you, you previously never seen or heard of. I don't know whether we're really zeroing in for Siobhan and Claire just yet, though. <laughs> Let's not forget Siobhan and Claire amongst all of us. <laughs> uh, they're the ones that got in touch. Uh, Adam, what are you suggesting? Project X. It's a great film. Now, we've had a load of texts from people saying Project X, and I'm going to be honest, Richie and I have never heard of this film before, so please enlighten us. Oh, I'll be honest, it's been a few years since I've watched it, but it's basically just a house party, carnage, fantastic soundtrack. Just a brilliant film. Soundtrack? Mm. What kind of music have we got on there? Um, oh, there's all sorts, all sorts, like dance, um, oh, I, off the top of my head, I genuinely couldn't tell you. So Siobhan and Claire could be, like, dancing around the lounge watching it. Does it portray a good... I'm, I'm going to be honest with you now, I've never been to a good house party. No. They're always <laughs> terrible. Is it a good house party in Project <laughs> X? Um, debatable. Depends what you call a good house party, really. Well, uh, house parties <laughs> to me, personally, carnage. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, unless it, it doesn't always end great. So, yeah, but it's, it's a good film. Thank you for getting in touch with the sketchiest recommendation <laughs> of a movie I've ever heard in my life. No details, very evasive. Can't remember the soundtrack. Exactly. Yeah, it's great. Give it a watch, you'll love it. Cheers, Adam. Thanks, buddy. Some brilliant stuff coming in. If you want uh, a recommendation from the brilliant, learned Hometime listeners, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. And we might feature you next week. Uh, we've got Matt on the line. You've got a good suggestion for the girls, though, right? Um, yeah. Um, Die Hard is the obvious answer, because it's, one, a Christmas film, and two, set a party. Yeah. So it's, it's like, hits both notes in many ways, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Exactly. I mean, in some respects, obviously, they've had their Christmas party cancelled, so it didn't necessarily need to be a Christmas film, but it's a Christmas party that has caused them to get in touch. And as Matt says, Nakatomi Plaza, the gathering was a Christmas party. Yes, indeed. And Siobhan and Claire could, uh, you know, take it to the next level immersion and maybe climb around in the the vents at home whilst it's on. As long as they don't break any windows, they'll be fine. Good point. Very good point. We've never recommended a movie before that we haven't seen ourselves, but by sheer volume for Siobhan and Claire, this week it has to be Project X. We were just saying during that song, we are the kingpins of pop culture. Nothing passes us by, but we've never heard of that film. So on your head be it. I hope it's a good one. It's home time on a Thursday night. You know the deal with this radio show. We've got a uh, radio station for every single decade and you can choose the music. And right now, it's time to jump through time. Bush and Ritchie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. Right, one of you lot could be winning some cash as we go yet again through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to bag yourself the much-coveted 500 quid? On the phone to play tonight, we have Andreas. How are you doing, Andreas? I'm good, mate. How are you, all right? We're very good. Are you feeling lucky tonight? Uh, I've got my lucky socks on, yes. Oh, what colour are they? Just plain regular black, I'm afraid. Nothing they sound exciting. pretty standard. They do sound a bit standard. <laughs> what What is in, uh, giving them the good luck powers that you, uh, you, you're telling us about here? The snazzy yellow stripe round the back of the heel. Oh, no, you didn't tell us about that. You can't argue with that. Yeah, yeah, Supercharged yeah. socks, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's yeah, see how yeah. they do yet. Yeah. Uh, seven questions, each one from our sister stations. Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s and the present day. 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven questions correct. You can't pass on a question, and when the time is up, the game ends. Does that all make sense? 100%. OK, we're just going to calibrate the time machine now. Don't forget, if you get uh, stuck in a decade, you're trapped there for the rest of your life, Andreas. Which decade would you like to start with? Uh, I'd like to start with the 80s, please. Oh, OK. Ooh, I don't know if anyone's ever started 80s before, no. like this. Does seem new. All right, let's go through the decades. Through the decades. 
80s, in which kind of building do the Ghostbusters set up their headquarters? Uh, an old fire station. Correct. Yeah. 90s, Automatic for the People is the eighth studio album from which American band? Correct. Which airport, Naughties, is part of the famous opening scene of Love Actually? Heathrow. Correct. Tens. What movie did Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty accidentally give the Best Film Award to at the 2017 Oscars? Oh, no, you've got me now. Just name some movies from that era. 2010s. Um, Completely drawn a blank. I mean, it's obviously going to be a good movie because it was Oscars. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. 2017. I mean, it, was, it, was, it was a long time ago, fellas, you know what I mean? Four years. Might have been a few bit of dancing in it. <laughs> bit of dancing? Oh, uh, uh, dirty dancing. No. <laughs> 2017. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Time is up, Andreas. It was La La Land. Oh, no. You are lost in time. Courtesy of Home Time with Bush and Richie. I wouldn't have got that. Yeah, again, Andreas is trapped in a time which I'm quite envious of because it was before all the madness started yeah, on this planet. True. 2010s, it's a nice time to be around. Not, not bad. 2010s and I'm stuck in La La Land. Thank you, fellas. <laughs> Andreas, you're another one of these contestants that's uh, gone off three on the trot. We're thinking, this is it, this is it, this is it. Is it. Uh, but yeah, not today. Uh, so well. we'll play again on Monday. Practice makes perfect and you can practice the Through the Decades game on your Amazon smart speaker right now by turning to it and saying, open the Through the Decades game. <laughs> Hey, Thursday's the new Friday. Welcome to the weekend. It's home time with Bush and Richie. What an hour of a show we got planned for you guys this evening. Live, banana and custard eating all on the way. But we need to speak to a legend first just to get a steer on. Something that kind of popped up on yesterday's show. It's an honour to welcome to the show a national treasure and top chef. It's Mr Tom Kerridge. Tom, good to have you on the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Uh, we know you're a busy man. Let's put this straight to you. Uh, we're, we're talking about uh, bananas and custard, the most divisive dessert in the world. Uh, we're going to be eating it a little bit later on in this hour of the show. Uh, when we were talking about this on last night's show we've got two days out of this that's the kind of radio show this is uh, a listener a home time listener called in to say and we just wanted you to clear this up maybe maybe say this isn't the case he said that he's been to one of your fantastic restaurants Tom and he's eaten bananas and custard as it's on your menu is, is that the case? That is the case, but it's the kind of way that we do it is a banana custard, but it's made like a creme brulee. So he's had it. uh, So he's had it at uh, the coach, um, and it was a recipe that was developed by the pastry chef at the Hand of Flowers. So the pastry chef at the Hand of Flowers is a two Michelin star pastry chef who worked to create this dessert for the coach, which is it's only the mere one Michelin star, but it is uh, (laughs) banana. It's bananas that have been cooked and pureed that then gets mixed with eggs and double cream and just Oof. gently cook to a temperature so they're set so it's this banana flavoured custard and then on top of it he has honeycomb it has raisins that are soaked in booze and it has dried like crispy little banana flakes on the top so it is banana custard but it's not like bananas and custard I mean Tom um, this this is actually quite something because I think when, when Bush knew that you were coming on and we were talking to you about how you had it in your restaurants I think for him 
this great advocate of uh, uh, bananas and custard, he thought, oh, this, this is going to be, this is the moment that I get this across the line. What you're basically saying is you've taken bananas <laughs> and custard and thought, I can't put that on like that. I'm going to have to really jazz it up a lot and give it that Michelin star treatment. Essentially, yes. And I'll tell you why, <laughs> right? I love the flavour of bananas, right? But the texture, I just can't do them. They're oh. disgusting. <laughs> Tom. I've got to be honest with you. I've been trying to get, I've been trying to get Richie to eat them. Now you've ruined it. <laughs> That's exactly what I'd say. What's your problem with bananas, Tom? But, but, but honestly, textually, they're just all wrong. It's not like any other fruit. Fruit's supposed to be like juicy and delicious. <laughs> yeah. Bananas are like, well, they're just like dry and mushy. They're chalky, no, chalky almost. Yeah, exactly. They are. Ju- they're just wrong. They're not a fruit, and it's not even a vegetable. It's just something in the middle. It's like some freak food, <laughs> but it it tastes nice. But texture is all over the place. Uh, Tom, uh, important question we should be asking you. Uh, aside from ban- uh, bananas and custard, um, obviously you've got your you've got your Christmas turkey box uh, going on this year, which is going to be fantastic for people uh, to take uh, a lot of the hassle out of Christmas. Wanted to tell us about that, but also to answer the question: Will you yourself be actually cooking on? Christmas Day. I 100% will be cooking on Christmas Day and I'll be cooking one of them turkeys. I, you know, I, I love turkey and I, so I'm quite lucky that I've got, I found a job that the last 30 years I've been doing and it's cooking and I absolutely love it. So there's nothing better than doing it on Christmas Day because it's, for me, it's a little bit, it's not as stressful. It's more stressful watching somebody who's a bit more rubbish at cooking. <laughs> do, 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 do about, it's more stressful to watch someone not do it very well knowing I know how to do that. And then turkey boxes are delicious turkeys there they're free-range turkeys that we started growing them in uh, June. So they're six-month-old, full of flavour. They're absolutely delicious. And so, well, you know, you hear about a lot of people bur- burning stuff and, and having nightmares on doing the Christmas lunch and everything. A- any tips? How do people get into the situation where they end up, like, mucking stuff up so badly? It's because everyone's trying to get everything cooked at the same time. Well, what you got... Well, actually, you don't need to do that. On Christmas Eve, you can blanch all your vegetables and then just chill them down quickly, then take them out of cold water and put them in the fridge. So all you've got to do is reheat them so you're not worried about actually cooking them. Oh. Roast potatoes, you can do the roast potatoes first thing in the morning. You can even have them steamed and blanched the day before. And then you just roast them in the oven, get them hot and crispy. And then you roast them in the oven, take them out. And if they're done by 11 o'clock, that's no problem. You can leave them on the side. They can go cool. All you've got to do is put them back in the oven to get them hot. Tom, a mere chat with you about bananas and custard has given us so much more than we expected. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, and a very unexpected ruling as well. Yeah, stop going on the radio and slagging bananas off, Tom, all right? We're yeah. sick of it. <laughs> Guys, you take care. Have an amazing Christmas. I take it then, the chat that we've just had with uh, Tom Kerridge means the trying of the bananas and custard is now cancelled. Uh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Far from it, Richie. I've uh, been round the corner to Tesco and bought some, I've got some custards. Some of their own brand custard. Yeah. Uh, some bananas. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not really that excited about it, I've got to be honest. Isn't it? It's good, though, to kind of round things off by trying it at the end after there's been so much, like, pro and against it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing a vote on Twitter about whether we should have hot or cold custard. <laughs> Everything about this dessert is, is divisive. <laughs> That's awful. A thousand votes so far, 69.9% saying hot custard, 30.1% agreeing with Tom Kerridge there with cold custard. We're going to go hot. Cold custard and banana. Is just rank. Uh, we are going to be doing it. What a great bit of radio this is going to be for anyone. If you've got it in the house, sort yours out and we'll eat together next. This, uh, I'm quite disappointed with Tom. 
chef going on here, slagging bananas off. Do you know what I mean? I we, mean we, weren't, we weren't braced for that. His, his PR never said that. No. They? No, and he actually did slag off the banana, not just the dessert, but just the banana solace. He did, didn't he? Mm. That's a new Bond movie, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, right, here we go then. So I've got some, uh, some fantastic custard here. I've yeah. got a banana and a half each. That's the budget that we've got here on Home Time, sharing bananas. Do you want your bananas in your banana and custard sliced up or just straight up, like you go to the Bernie Inn and have a banana boat? Sliced. Slice them up. I, mean, I don't slice... want them in there at all. I'll slice them up for you now. Thank you. Uh, and you're going to eat all this like a good boy, aren't no. you, Richie? No. This is, honestly, if you get twitchy eye, bananas are cracking way to get rid of it. Uh, so I'm just slicing some bananas up for you. And I do urge you, if you're listening at home, you do have this stuff in, in the house. Get get involved and join us. We'll, we'll we'll eat this and put a song on or whatever. There is one issue though. There's one thing that's happened that I wasn't expecting to happen. Right. Uh, I have. <laughs> you know. You know. In that song we just played, then I went to go and microwave the custard. Yeah. Um, I've accidentally activated the child lock on the microwave right. in our staff kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to uh, turn it off. So does that mean it's cold? It's completely cold. Oh, my goodness. It gets even worse. Why is there a child lock on our flipping microwave? Do I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a height that a child couldn't get to, and there's no children in this building. Well, oh. there is some. But... Yeah, well. <laughs> so, yeah, it's dead cold. So uh, let's just watch this. Oh, man. And we won't tell everybody what you just said it looked like. Just no, at the end of that song. don't. It leaves me my job. It's glooping down on top of the banana there. It's nice and cold for Richie. Uh, it's in an absolute 80s mug. It's what absolute 80s would have wanted. Fantastic advertising for them as a proposition. Uh, we've got a spoon each. And what we're going to do is we'll uh, we'll put a song on. Well, let's, let's have, have a little taste to start with and then we'll whack a song on and we'll uh, we'll just eat eat bananas and custard whilst we're on. Look at that. He's, uh, he's going right back to his childhood, isn't he? I'm going to have a little taste of this. Oh, That's so good. I, I agree with Tom, actually. Maybe Maybe cold custard. And the 30% of people who voted for it is the right way of doing it. It's a no from me and I've got the bin underneath the desk. Oh, come on. Getting loads of bananas text now. Guys, you should try bananas and cheese on toast. Use a fork to squash the banana on the park. No! No! <laughs> Guys, forget the custard. Have a bite of banana, then a bite of digestive biscuit. Heaven. You didn't even eat it, all right? It's not even eating it, probably. <laughs> what did my mum used to say to me in the 80s? There's kids in Ethiopia who give the right arm for that. Sarah, who is the uh, producer, or was the producer of the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio on Saturday mornings, has just tweeted me now to say, I've been wondering for years why the microwave used to sometimes say child. <laughs> she wasn't aware it was the child lock. What did she think it was about? <laughs> This is madness. Thanks to the awesome people behind the amazing game Dixit, we have a brilliant prize for you guys to win. Uh, Dixit, I'm going to be honest with you, Dixit is the game that we bring on holiday with us. Back, remember when you used to go on holiday? Do you yeah, remember those days? Yeah, I remember those. Every time we used to go on holiday, we always bring Dixit. It's a fantastic game. It's easy to learn. It can be played by anyone. Uh, everyone has a story to tell, and with Dixit, you take turns as the storyteller, choosing a picture. The cards are like loads of different dreams. They're gorgeous. And you create a subtle clue as to what is on your card to communicate to the others. Now, we have fun playing it on our team night out. We're going to do it again, but with you lot tonight. Your chance to be a, uh, at a VIP table at our board game evening next. February. Oh! All you have to do is play our version of Dixit that we put a radio spin on. It's Bush and Richie's board game Bonanza. If you're the winner, you'll win a table for you and three mates to come to London. We'll pay for your train travel, put you up in a luxury hotel, send you a board game bundle uh, that includes tickets to ride Europe and Catan and Dobble, and of course tonight, Dixit. More importantly, on the night you'll also be able to get to play some board games with myself and Richie, with some cocktails and maybe some canapes to toast the evening too. I think we deserve it after Christmas and all the craziness going on at the moment. 
moment. Uh, there may also be one or two more surprises along the way as well. It's going to be Ace K. It's all thanks to Dixit, the perfect game to help you find out more about your friends and family this Christmas. Discover the storyteller in you with Dixit. In moments, we're going to be playing a radio version of one of my favourite board games of all time, Dixit, which is all about dreams, beautiful artwork on the pictures and everything in the cards. Uh, but it makes you start discussing dreams and that when you play it. Do you, do you have vivid dreams, Richie? You want these people <laughs> to interpret your dreams, anything like that? Uh, I do have vivid dreams. Um, the, the strangest I've ever had that I've never never been able to rationalise what it was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> was um, me and the Duke of Edinburgh chasing each other around a, uh, a coffee table in a lounge. <laughs> Were you, was it on like a heavily polished floor or did you have grip and purchase? No, it was carpet, there was carpet and I could never work out who was chasing who and why. There's so many questions, so much to unpack. I never caught him, he never caught me. On the line to play right now, we have two players. Let's meet them. First up, we've got lovely Maria. Hello, Maria. Hiya, you right? We're good. Where are you representing? Uh, Slough, Sunny Slough. Sunny Slough. And on the other line, we have Michelle. Hi, Michelle, where are you representing? Hiya, I am in Manchester. Fantastic. Didn't go with Sunny. Very, very much <laughs> stepped away from Sunny there, didn't she? <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> right, ladies, here are the rules. Uh, in front of Bush, he has a whiteboard. He's going to draw an image uh, using one word, and one word only. I am going to try and describe the image to you. All you've got to do is guess the image Bush is drawing uh, by shouting your name as your buzzer, right? And then I'll ask you for your answer. Uh, if you get it wrong, uh, well, then ask the other person. Does that all make sense? Yeah. Good. Uh, right, we're going to play three rounds. Uh, the best out of three wins the VIP table as well as their travel accommodation and a private transfer to our board game night. Uh, you'll also get a stack of amazing board games, including the brilliant Dixit. Yes. Uh, Bush, are you ready? Ready for action, sir. OK, let's play. Draw me image number one. Here we Good go. Luck. OK. Right. You having that? Uh, is that it? I mean, that's quickly drawn. That's it. <laughs> okay. If that is what I think that is, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the word cluck. Beg your pardon. Michelle. 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 Oh, Michelle. Oh. Michelle. Michelle. Your answer, please. Chicken. It's correct. It's correct. Well done. Uh, one nil, Michelle. Two images to go. Good drawing, Bush. Thank you very much. All right. Your next one, please. Here we go. Drawing, okay. drawing. Drawing, interesting. Okay, glad you drew, drew, drew some more stuff there, because that looks interesting. I feel like Tony Hart. Uh, okay, uh, one for the kids. Uh, I'm going to go with um, my description now, because I think I know what that is. Are you ready? Here we go. Nina. Michelle. Michelle. I heard Michelle again. Go. Is that a police car? Incorrect. Oh. Maria. Oh. Um, ambulance. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we go to a decider. This is tense. This is really tense. Yeah. Isn't it? Okay. <laughs> right. Rub that off quickly, please. Come on. Here we go. <laughs> Goes with his third and final drawing. Off we draw. Uh, done. Quick draw. Okay, that's a very quick draw. Quick draw. All right. If that's what I think it is, um, I'm going to say uh, core. Maria. Maria, go. Apple. Apple is correct! No way! Yes! Wow, I thought you were saying cause in four. No, I was certainly not saying that. Uh, Maria, well, hard luck, Michelle, because you got a good start, no. but Maria, well done. Uh, you have won Thank the VIP you. table at our board game night in February. See you at the uh, board game Bonanza. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, guys. We shall see you then for some serious board gaming in 2022. Well done. Lovely to speak to you. It's all thanks to Dixit, the perfect game to help you find out more about your friends and family this Christmas. Discover the storyteller in you with Dixit. 
I just say how heartwarming it was this morning on Twitter to have quite a few Home Time Show listeners get in touch and say, isn't it time for Daves of Christmas yes. to start again? You know it's nearly Christmas time when we do, on Home Time, the 12 Daves of Christmas. Let's meet our first Dave of 2021. Who's this? It's Dave from Manchester. Yay! Yes, Dave. Uh, not just the first Dave of Christmas, but uh, when we come to the song uh, in a few minutes' time, the most important Dave is the one that we'll hear from the most. Fabulous. Yeah, you'll get the most royalties. I think, yeah. yeah, you know, a little bit like Noel Gallagher <laughs> getting, uh, you know, 20p every time you hear an Oasis song. It'll be a little bit like that. Uh, Dave, are you feeling Christmassy? Are you a festive Dave? I am indeed a festive Dave. Very, very festive Dave. Uh, how prepared is this festive, Dave? Well, uh, the tree is up, uh, the presents are wrapped. I have a son that's 18 just before Christmas as well. So Whoa. generally Christmas in our house starts just after his birthday. So, But we used to con him when he was young that the Christmas lights meant that it was all for his birthday. Well, so how, well, what date is his actual birthday? Because my, my birthday is December the 20th and I get, I get stitched up all the time with this kind of thing, Dave. He's December the 13th, so Monday. Wow, oh, poor wow. kid, poor kid. Well, hopefully we'll get good separation of presents this time round. Oh, absolutely. I'll be getting everything he probably ever wanted. Now, be straight up with us, Dave, because we're going to hear a lot of your uh, singing voice over the next 12 days. How musical are you? Uh, relatively musical. <laughs> I've got, you know, Manchester's a brilliant city for music. It's true, isn't it? that's true. So uh, channel a bit of the Hacienda. Are you ready to sing it loud for our first Dave of Christmas? I will do absolutely all I can. On the first day of Christmas my true love gave to me Dave in Manchester Oh, I nice. love the little vibe he's given on the Manchester there. That's great. What a start. Our first day of Christmas. We're up and running. One other thing, just going back to uh, your uh, thing you were talking about earlier on about having fish and chips and clipping it into the passenger seat. I think you've told me before that uh, your lad Rocco has got one of those child seats which turn... Turn yes. outwards. Yes. How amazing would it would it be if they um, if they did like a, a child seat, but for takeaways? And what you do is you put your takeaway, clip it into the child seat, and when you go to get it on the other and you open the other door, it turns to you like a toddler's car seat does as well. I think that would be great. People at Isofix, get involved. <laughs> 